Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly gaming podcast by gamers and for gamers. Retro games, news, reviews, and generally bad opinions brought to you by your hosts, Caden, Austin, and Kat. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. This is episode 108, and I don't want to be on this episode because I don't like the game. But I'm your host, Kat, and with me as always, Caden and Austin. How you doing, guys? Pretty good. Just dragging you against your will to playing a game you absolutely adore and love from behind the scenes. I don't think I've hated a game as much as I hate this game. Wow. Yeah. Really? Either, it's even worse than it's even worse than Baldur's Gate 2? It's way worse than Baldur's Gate 2. Worse than Bleeding it's, Edge. Yes. It's right up there with wow. the Eternal. That's pretty bad. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're you are so incorrect because this game is amazing. That's Unless they were great. getting into the arguments early, uh, you know you're incorrect, <laughs> and I'm correct. All right, well we can we can continue this discussion later. Yeah, I don't even want to ask now how you are because I don't care anymore. How are you, Austin? Um, dealing with a migraine. You know, it's kind of the on space to nauseating versus skull crushing. So just trying my best to just you know. Be alive. He could drink to numb the pain. That's what I usually do. See, and I thought about that, but then I had to go to the outside of my house where the liquor store and it's so sunny outside. And I said, no, no, ah, melting. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. No, no, bad idea. No sunlight. Well, that was fun. Um, <clears throat> Time to pimp out another podcast this week on smoking and drinking in space. They reviewed a movie that Crowley doesn't think is sci-fi, but it is actually sci-fi according to Google. It's 1968's Charlie. Never seen it. Probably not going to see it. Uh, I mean, eh, I, that's kind of hard. It's like border fencing sci-fi. Google said it was sci-fi. Google doesn't lie. Yeah, border fencing but, sci-fi? You know. Yeah, border fencing. It's a word in Iowa. Oh, no, wait, Idaho. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one who messes that up. Huh? I don't even live in the States and I don't screw it up as often as you. Well, it's just because I have a buddy who's actually from Iowa. So I'm used to only having to refer to Iowa because no one cares about Idaho. <laughs> yeah, that is generally true. I mean, our population <laughs> is so low that people are just like, where is that again? Is that even a state? And it's like, yes, we're like right next to Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Yeah, Oregon Trail. And, you know, the, the Portland Blazers, right? Yeah, I remember Portland. And it's like, no, like nothing. With Anybody's listened to Spoiler They Die for the last two episodes. It was a completely different thing for Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You'd have to listen to get it. It's gross. Anyways. Yeah? Yeah. What have you guys been playing this week? So I haven't actually been playing a whole lot this week. I uh, got to go visit um, some friends up in uh, up in the northern part of the state of where I live. And got to have a good time with them. Uh, I, I did play Blood, uh, Bloodborne while I was up there. Uh, that was the main game that we all that we played. And then when I got back down here and after taking a very down large hair. nap, um, I have been uh, <laughs> playing a bunch of this game and have really been enjoying it. Uh, I, I believe I'm approaching the second boss fight. I'm in the middle of Act 2 right now of this game. Wow. So. Not only are you wrong, but you're not stupid too. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Caden. You got an insult Someone's- from Cat early this year. Someone's feeling very opinionated today. I'm always opinionated. Where have you been? Probably under a rock in Iowa. Probably. Austin, what have you been playing this week? 
Honestly, I went back and played Gears of War on my Gears of War Special Edition Xbox. It was oh, the pretty sweet. One? Yeah, yeah, the original yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick that up. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, man, you go back and you're like, this game was bad A. It was just awesome. You know, hearing the chainsaw, it just gets your heart pumping. What have you been playing this week, Kat? Well, you know, um, I played this game not for very long, if I'm going to be honest, because it's that bad. I don't really have a lot of insightful things to say. I'm just going to crap on it the entire time because I don't like it. Uh, other how than that, that, what? I was just going to ask, how does that differ from any other good game that we've played? That well, because the good games over? I have nice things to say about. Hey, you didn't have anything nice to say about this game or Borderlands 3 or Doom Eternal. Like I said, any good game I have nice <laughs> things to say about. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Uh, what else have you been playing? Because I assume you've played other stuff. I have. Uh, I've played a lot of Stardew Valley lately, and I kind of ruined it for myself by uh, modding, which is really your fault, Katie. But what happened with a monster? You created a monster. Yeah, you what should was, have fun with that mod. Um, yeah, I did for like two hours, and then I was like, oh. I should have created a new account instead of using the one I've been working on. <laughs> did it like lose your data or something? No, it's just all the things that I did while using the mods saved. When you give yourself infinite, practically infinite money and practically infinite resources, it's really hard to be motivated to continue playing a game in which you mine and farm for resources to then sell oh, for God. money and rent to so. It wasn't even so much the money as it was the freezing time mod that I Uh, had a lot of fun uh, with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to pick it up again probably in the next couple of days just because I want (laughs) to use the mod to... I want to use the mod to see how far I can get down in the mines in the desert because apparently there's like a whole bunch of levels, like hundreds of thousands. So, All right. According to Google, and Google doesn't lie. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, I did not get around to watching the PlayStation 5 reveal trailer. Oh, or, reveal. Yeah, I, bad I just gamer. I was focused. I was focused. At, that's why I'm part of Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, um, but yeah, I was just, I, I was busy with other stuff, and I just never got around to it. However, well, two things. One, I'm curious, did you guys you know, watch it? No. Oh, God. It was... I'm telling you, I was, I, I don't know if awe or shock can fit into the same sentence, but it's kind of like, it can. It's, it's called shock like, and awe. Yeah. Shock and awe. <laughs> yeah. It's it literally just, a phrase. That's what it was. A common I thought, phrase. I thought if you like made a cap out of it or like figured out how to sew the patterns the same as, you know, the console, it would look like the Pope's hat. I'm not going to lie. It would, it'd be like a Pope's hat. You know what? Now I have to Google it because I didn't actually look at it, but now I really want to look it's, at it. And it's like... The non-trademarked uh, research on the fly. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, it's no, bad. That's all I have no. to say. I was watching it and I'm just like, I'm thinking to myself... Oh, I don't think it looks that bad. So, uh, oh, it's, it definitely... It's okay, it, well, like, for instance... Oh my uh, I God, guess, it's I, so bad. It's I so know. bad. I it doesn't know, look that it? bad. Okay, okay. Look up, look up the Xbox Series X and how that looks. Because, like, I'll be honest. The PS5, I personally would have gone a different direction with the design. But at least it doesn't look like a mini fridge, as, as much as I don't like to say it. But the Xbox Series X literally just looks like a big black box. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> However, Such a great game. Cat, uh, I believe you found, or no, I want to say someone in our Discord may have found I found it and posted it in Discord. Okay. Well, I couldn't Jesus. quite remember. I never get credit. And I, I'll, that's why I prefaced with you may have found or someone on our Discord may have found because you are still part of our Discord. It's like you don't uh, even pay attention anymore, Caden. Jeez, what happened here? to the Stardew relationship, man? I thought it was going so smooth, guys. <laughs> it's fizzled. I want a divorce. Oh, God. Caden, you're just going to go into a downward for like spiral. One month now. Who will take care of yeah. the farm now? But we have to play together to actually divorce. So, Donna, guess I'm never playing. Maybe we'll play one of those. Oh, simulators. so you're just gonna trap me? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's not okay. I don't want to pay alimony. 
Yes. Well, somebody has to take care of the darn farm. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, so, I don't want to play a pay alimony either. Yeah, so regardless, we have a mini fridge and a router. But no, there's a, a third. No. Or, it's, or a Pope hat. It's but a there's Pope a, hat. It's, but there's that's a, how I'm always going to remember that. Yeah, but there's a, there's a third kid on the, on the block now that Kat's found. The bucket. Yeah. The, the bucket. bucket. Ooh, I need to hear more about the bucket. Sounds like so, something yeah, from after, SpongeBob. After finding this article, I now know <laughs> what new gen console I'm going to get. KFC one. What do I call it? The KF, KF console. That's right. <laughs> KFC. Delicious. announced their console release. And I'm real excited about it. Do you get a combo with it? Do you get to add gravy and sauce on the side? In your limited knowledge, Austin, do d- does something liquidy and electronics usually mix well? The answer is hey, no. So no, there will not be gravy. Is the bucket from KFC, and then I start like mouthwatering with the gravy and the taters. You can't judge me, especially when I'm starving. You're a potato. But supposedly, mm, the new potatoes. gaming console from KFC will cater to your gaming needs and edge your food cravings. Uh, not many details about the hardware have been given yet, but uh, at least you can get uh, you get a chicken chamber and cross-platform compatibility. So, I mean, it's mm. got all the stops. It sounds like the best video game console that's ever been invented by the man in Kentucky. Although cross-platform that KFC mentions could just be another cooking reference, according to the article. But I choose to believe. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so full discretion, I'm almost positive, I'm not 100% positive, this is a troll console. Why do uh, you have to ruin it? I like living in the fantasy. <laughs> we that sounds the like fantasy. so bad when you say it like that. So bad. Uh, I know how it I sounded. Was... <laughs> Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. So, because like, first of all, uh, liquid cooling is a thing, cat, to to kind of support Austin. So liquidy stuff can't go on your computer. It just cannot go on the circuitry. Like your brother. Ooh, gravy cooled processors. Because that does anyone ever had smell, cold gravy? That would smell gross. That would smell so bad. Like Austin, mm, that would gravy. smell awful. No, yeah, because yeah. the liquid, because the, the liquid is what actually helps transfer the, the heat to the radiator to, to oh. the actual uh, fans. That then, oh, so it's a warm up option. Does that mean it'll warm up my chicken and warm up my Maybe gravy? Maybe the two yeah. of you to take the fun out of a KFC console. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to get That's some special everything. features. <laughs> I just love yeah, the special I, features. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a ruiner. You are. The, yeah. And then I'd hope that the, the, I'd hope that the top of the bucket is just a giant fan, even though it wouldn't, because that would interfere with the convection oven on top of all your hardware that actually powers the game. This thing would be so hot. Like it would just basically like it's hot. get so Drop hot it that like I think it's it, I think it'd burn itself out in a year. <laughs> oh, perhaps, but you know it would still be fun to get like KFC chicken, put it right on top oh, of the Oh, if KFC made this, mm-hmm. like no I joke, think... if KFC if KFC made this, like made prototypes as a joke and sold them for about the same price as a regular console, doesn't do anything. Like it it may have enough hardware in there to like play a blu-ray movie i'd buy in a heartbeat dope i'd I waste think the money this is gonna be the equivalent to like the easy bake oven <laughs> oh my <laughs> From god Console version. <laughs> yeah every little boy's dream is the kfc bucket the easy kfc yes easy kfc i could see it now they would make millions little boys trying to cook their own brand of fried chicken why little boys what, like girls can have like one thing and guys can't have another? You can't genderize toys. Uh, Fight well, I guess that's... <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, whatever, man. I like I don't care. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward pauses. I don't know how to segue into this. Regardless. Austin, tell me about segue, the segue, segue, segue. you found. There we go. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible uh, segues Austin. from... Oh, no, wait. I've got a great segue. Okay. Speaking what? of children and minors. There you go. 
Okay, that's that sounds like a really bad introduction. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> That was bad. the point. That was so terrible. Okay, well, <sighs> for those of you listening, there is a whole new movement about the government in Japan limiting video game time. Like, they're like, yo, dog, you're, you're only going to get like an hour, like a day type of situation. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot. Especially if a parent's like, yo, dude, you, you got to do your homework, kid. Or, hey, man, you got to finish your chores. I can understand that. But for one kid in Japan, he he was particularly standing up for this type of issue. So apparently, the prefecture of Kagawa on the island of Shukoku is limiting the amount of time young people can play their video games or interact with the type of video games because they need to have more family time. And, and internet usage. Yeah, I mean, internet usage, I can definitely see that. And, you know, no more than 60 minutes on school nights and an hour and a half on the weekends. I mean, I can I can see the practicality of it, but this only applies to anyone under 20 years old. So, you know, for everyone out there, it's like, I, you know how many people who are 20 years old and have at least one gaming console, one type of video game that they're able to play on a constant basis. And it's like, no, everyone under 20 is going to get that limit. And you know what? Honestly, it's they're basing it off of the research from the World Health Organization, adding gaming disorder to the list of recognized diseases. And I think that was like sometime back in 2018, and I mean, even, you know, the European Union and Britain are also considering, you know, making limited features in regards to casino-like video games, right? Which is understandable. But, you know, this, it's kind of a huge concern when you're starting to do, you know, like breaking its own constitutional rights. And I think it's just insane. But, you know, the guy that started it all is super ultra conservative. And he's like, yo man, I saw my daughter playing these video games and she started acting like terrible. So we're, we're just going to limit the amount and just like make her be social. I mean, I, I, I have to admit it's, it sounds like a little bit weird, right? Cause it's like, well, she's a teenager. She's going to play video games with her friends in her room. Like what else are you going to, you're going to make them do. And I don't know, super nuts, but you know, one kid standing up against it, he says, this is super duper unconstitutional for the Japanese government to go through. And you know what? I mean, I don't know what the constitutional law is in regards to Japan, but if you start limiting the amount of time you actually get to like do stuff or try to have some fun, I, I think that's completely completely intrusive, especially if it becomes into your household, right? Like who's going to tell me to stop watching like, you know, Rick and Morty for almost 24 seven. That's, that's pretty ridiculous. I, I mean, that's just my opinion, of course. And it, it, it should, it should be noted that there, when this was, with this uh, official suggestion was put into effect, um, there is no government enforcement. There, there is no actual enforcement of this besides uh, the heavy social pressure um, of the citizens to follow official suggestions. So really, there's just Why do you got to walk social... over my parade, Caden? <laughs> just, the article walked over your parade. It said it. Okay, Caden. Uh, there's no... Whatever the point. They are trying really hard. The ultra-conservative guy. But one brave teenager, Wataru, who is trying to get people to support his cause. And you know what? There are better ways to address the problem of gaming addiction way better ways. Okay, so I don't know what those two are. Things. Two things. No. I have two things. First, this is brought to you by the same people who made that really comfy looking gaming bed. <laughs> Anyone else Conflicts smell irony? Arise. Conflicts right. arise. And I momentarily forgot my second point. Hold on, it'll come back to me. Okay, well... While we're moving on from that uh, yes, point. No, I remember now. I remember now. <laughs> so, no. Oh, no. My ideas are always great. Uh, so this law is more of a guideline, just like all other laws. Okay. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Point is, point is, you should not limit a man 
with a desperate need to slay monsters or rescue the world. That's my appeal. That's my appeal. Well, if they're under 20, are they really men? Say what? Children? You said it's only for people under 20. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people in Japan that are under the age of 20. That's like in the millions. Like, do you know how many people are that age? No, and I, I don't care. Uh, Why? Well, because I mean, I'm not under 20 and I'm not in Japan. So I can play as much video games as I want. Wah, wah. You have and no I sympathy. Do. Sympathy I don't. for those who need help. <laughs> I don't. I'm a bad person and You're a bad very gamer. bad person. What about you, Caden? Come on. You have to be on my side on this one. You know it to be true. Um, I already made my point. There's no, there's no actual government enforcement. It's mainly just the social implications of going against an official guideline. Um, I don't know enough about Japan's culture, legal system, or constitution to know whether this kid will even have a shadow of a chance of being successful or whether this law is unconstitutional. Um, here in America... I don't think that that would a law like that would be made just because we're very against most most places in America are very against hard government regulation like that, uh, and especially because one one of the things that is very concerning is just the fact that your internet usage is also limited. So that's anything having to deal with any like any outside contact basically via <gasps> no, a computer or cell phone, with the exception of you know. Uh, cellular calls or text messages. Netflix. Yeah, no, oh. no Netflix. Well, you only get one. You uh, only get one hour of Netflix uh, a day, with uh, the exception uh, of weekends. Uh, so you get an uh, hour and a half. So now you see the implications because if this starts happening, well, but like, again, there's no actual enforcement. So uh, yes. I don't know if that is really an issue at this point. It could become an issue once they start enforcing it. But the moment the only thing that's actually enforcing it is the basically social shaming. That's that's literally the only. But uh, on the bright side, if you're always inside playing video games, there's no social shaming. On the bright, nope, not I'm not going there. Never mind. Why you can't be shamed socially if you don't socialize? I no, I was gonna make a really messed up joke. I want to know no. what it is. Text it to me. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll 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 tell you afterwards. No text it to me now. I want to laugh. <laughs> terrible, just terrible. Speaking yeah. of laughing, Caden, why don't you tell us? You about... want to talk about terrible segues? That's that one had segue. nothing to do with it. <laughs> That's a oh. segue. That was not a That's... segue. That was sad. That yes. makes me well, sad okay. for you. I'm Too sad bad. for you. I will Potato. take it to my grave. Take it to my grave. I know. I know at least four people in our Discord. Which, by the way. Uh, you can find at either backgamersanonymous.com or creativebraincandy.com by oh clicking the link God. that says Discord. Um, who will <laughs> love this news article, and it may inspire those four to actually do another run of this campaign. Wait, is it was so, one of them me? Uh, no, because I don't think you've ever played this game. Oh, uh, okay. So, Divinity Original Sin 2 has just released another, uh, what they call gift bags. Uh, gift bags are basically free add-ons that come through... Um, a free update that you just get through Steam or whatever platform you're using. Uh, I believe they've released one in 2017 or 2018. I could be wrong on that. Uh, but in this particular one, there is additional character customization op- options, um, toggleable rules changes. Um, so for example, there's one that allows you to regain source points with a bedroll. Um, there, so the the gift bag is actually called the Four Relics of Rivellon. Rivellon, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. It contains new quests and items regarding the particular gift bag, and it also includes a new undead dragon boss, as well as four ancient, you know, as well as four ancient armor sets, because that's kind of what the new the quests are revolved around. Uh, it also comes with a big list of bug fixes, and gives probably plenty of people to replay the Game of the Year edition of Divinity Original Sin that, keep in mind, is about three years old now. And it may actually get me to do a full playthrough of the game because I'm just now realizing I've never actually beaten the game. What? In all this time, I, you haven't beaten it? 
Um, I think around that time I was currently trying to grind out um The Witcher Three. Uh, Such a I good didn't, game. Such a good I didn't game. quite have enough room on my plate for uh two very large because Divinity Original Sin Two, just the first one was expansive, and this one is very. Uh, you could you could put you can easily put you know twenty hours and get maybe five percent of the way through the game. Have you considered not sleeping anymore? Because I've that would give that you many times. Time. Yeah, I've considered that many times. I would love to do that. Sadly, my body physically will not allow me to. So weak. Yeah, I know. You need to grow strong, boy. <laughs> God of War. I don't get it. Because uh, you'd never play it. You'll never play it. Probably not. Mwah, mwah. So I've never played Divinity. Okay. Um. You'd player? hate it. Wait, why do you uh, think yes. I hate it? You would it's hate turn it. Ba- it's a turn-based RPG. Oh, then yeah, yeah I would hate it. Okay. No, you would definitely hate it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, so, you know all the stuff that... Divinity. Yeah, you know all the stuff you hate about this game? <laughs> and every yeah, other game? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's got, RP- it's got an RPG aspect. It's a fantasy RPG. You'd Listen, love that part. I love RPGs, but I hate turn-based. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, we're ready to talk about this fantastic game that sadly Kat hates. Graphically I beautiful. have nothing nice to say, so I'm just not really going to say anything. But because I'm me, I can't not say anything. So things are going to slip out every once in a while and they're going to be very hostile. Welcome to my world. Are you talking to me? Y- yes. I'm saying I, I feel the same way. About this game? Good. No, about Too late. having You're opinions. <laughs> no take backs no, no I actually backs. love this game no takes these backsies <laughs> uh, regardless this week we uh, we are reviewing Gears Tactics released on April 28th of 2020 it was developed by Splash Damage and The Coalition and published by Xbox Game Studios the only platform is on Microsoft Windows uh, so that's PC uh, I want it's through their Xbox Apple PC and I want to say it's also through Steam I don't know don't quote I me on that. I could be wrong because I didn't. You know what? I'm going to look more more trademark research on the fly. Yeah, pretty <laughs> terrible stuff. But anyway, so got stop. We, I I'm got gonna, one cease desist letter. I'm going to get in so much trouble, but I don't care. Yeah, and long, like we long. said earlier, it's a a turn based uh, shooter. So if you've ever played XCOM, it's XCOM but Gears of War. Mm, well, I mean, it's much better when you add Gears of War on it because Gears of War is just bloody amazing. Yeah. Um, and this game is actually a prequel to the first Gears of War game. Uh, it takes place one year after Emergence Day, which was the day that subterranean creatures known as the Locust Horde surfaced with the goal of al- annihilating the human race and probably to take over uh, the Earth. Uh, you control a handful of main characters, uh, such as uh, Gabe, Michaela, and Sid, um, as well as a handful of nobodies that I can't remember their names. I just go based off of their class description. Yeah, you you just kind of ignore it like in that point of Gears of War where you're just like, hey, I remember this guy. Oh, wow, he was just eaten alive or shredded apart by like yeah. these dudes. Oh, God, yeah, love that. Yeah, and you're, you're made, the main goal of, your, of the game, of the quest, or I should say of the campaign, <laughs> is to destroy the leader known as Ukon. And fight back, and you'll fight back the grub invasion, as mm. they call the locusts. Sounds like noodles, Ukon noodles. Uh, it sounds like bait to me. I thought the main focus of the game was to not turn it off after five minutes. Well, that was your main I focus because with that. you're bad at because ch- you're bad at chess. You're a bad gamer. You turn it off the first five minutes on a turn-based tactical game. That's just naughty. Turn it back on. Actually, no. I played for a solid twenty minutes before I turned it off, but I did turn it back on after that. Also, for another 40. It is available on Steam for a okay, ridiculous well, they, $80 Canadian, which I think is what, like 60 for you? Probably yeah, 50 60. or 60. And I mean, this game was full, this game was full price. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and shill. I don't know if this breaks any advertising or legal things, but I don't care. Um, get Xbox Game Pass. If you're like me and you get on PC and you make a brand new account just for it, uh, you can get it for one dollar for the first month month, and then I think it's four dollars for the rest. So you can play a $60 game for basically a dollar. Yeah, that's the only downside was 
really the $60. I mean, that just. You actually bought it? Yeah. I mean, Why? It's, it's a, I mean, it's a $60 game. I would definitely say it's worth $60, especially if they continue to release DLC. <laughs> it's not worth and- six. It's not worth, it's not even worth the time I wasted on it. No, I love it. Especially, Austin, Austin, I'm going to ask you this because you enjoyed the game. Why? You don't want my opinion? Imagine. Huh? <laughs> you don't want my opinion? Although, I, I do want your I'm opinion. I'm going to be filing a bounce. complaint. No, I just, no, I just, I just want to bounce this idea off of Austin. Austin, imagine a multiplayer mode, a 4v4 multiplayer mode for this game. That would be re- extremely difficult, but if achieved, would be it'd be it'd be definitely a complex type of playing because it would have to be turn based, like in four different directions, and based off of whether or not you add enemy gameplay versus like other team play. No, what I no what I'm saying is like like for instance, if if you if like a a, a PvP sort of scenario, so like I have a team of four. Uh, oh. a, a squad of four yeah, and you have a squad of four and we go at it. It's like, See, I, like it's, you can either do like the traditional Gears of War multiplayer where it's like Locusts versus Gears or you could do like a Gears on Gears sort of thing where it's like I don't know some sort of uh, you know Civil War like mutiny sprung out after the events of this game and so now you're you're basically having to pit Gears against each other. Yeah, I don't know. It would be definitely interesting. I mean, that would be pretty cool if they were able to get that added on, but I think it would be very complex. Just my I opinion. even have a great name for it. Want to hear? What? Tactical failure, because that's what they should have called this one. And you're incorrect. Are all Canadians' opinions wrong, Kat? No. Just <laughs> yours? No, mine's always right. <laughs> no. Oh, you guys, this is going to be so fun. So, I mean, the gameplay and mechanics, yes, Caden is correct. It's basically like XCOM, but in my opinion, so much better. Especially, Especially the movement. You know, you're not restricted, Mm -hmm. you know, by by a grid. And you guess what? The characters, just like in the original Gears of War games, can slide into positions. I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. it's wicked cool. Yeah, fun fact, the only clipping of this game is actually the, is actually the clipping where your character slides into cover. Yeah, so you can actually maximize, you can actually stretch your maximum movement just a bit more by finding that right piece of cover. Now, granted, you may want to do this with a character who can take damage um, because this can sometimes lead them into being like wide, you know, into wide open range of the enemy. But usually it's worth it to get them into a better position. Oh, yeah. And that's like makes it so much more fun once you get that completely, you know, especially, you know, with the action points and you're just getting that little bit of edge and you're just like, yes, slide right in, baby. Get into position. Yeah. Why yeah. do you make I'm it also- always so gross sounding? <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the shooting, so like compared to, compared to XCOM, that's going to happen a lot because, again, this game's Gears of War meets XCOM. In XCOM, I would have an 80% chance to hit. And I'd be like, okay, so in reality, this is like a 70-30, where 70% of the time I'll miss, 30% of the times I'll hit. In this game, the hit chances actually feel like it. You know, you know, 10 to, 10 to 30 or 40, depending on the character, is basically a, okay, I'm doing this because I can't really do anything else with this guy. Um, and then, you know, from the 60s up, it's like, like, you know, 60 to 80, it's like, yeah, I could probably hit him. I may, you know, miss one every five shots or so. And then, you know, from 90 up, it's like, okay, this guy, yeah, this guy's dead. Boom. Okay, yep. Yep, he's down. So, like, the, the, the hit chances compared to XCOM just actually feel like what they are. There's, there's rare, rarely a time when, like, I have an 80% chance or higher and I miss. Whereas in XCOM, every other 95% chance I have with a guy with a shotgun who's two tiles away from the enemy he's trying to hit will miss. That and, you know, you have passives and uh, activation or activated skills that uh, also increase those odds. Oh, yeah, especially depending on the class that you pick. And, you know, they're, they're a lot of fun. Like once you get far enough into the game where you start collecting and 
doing the upgrades and whatnot, you're just like, I've got my, you know, my sniper, I've got my Vanguard and, you know, generalize like picking up characters that aren't hero characters. You can still have a lot of fun yeah. and just be, like getting everything now, customized. Yeah. Now I want to ask, what was, I want to ask two things, basically. What was your favorite class in the game? And then what was your general squad setup? It's like, hey, you're going into a story mission where you're, uh, or maybe even an optional mission where you're allowed four people and you're not, you know, no, no classes are banned or excluded. What were your, you know, kind of four go-to classes uh, to pair up with each other? I'm assuming you do not want my opinion, so I'm sorry. Oh, well, I mean. You I mean, could give it. Yeah, I would love to hear your opinion, Kat. What would, let's, let's have you go first. So I'm going to restructure the question to something that I like better. You're stranded on you're stranded on an island, and you get to pick four people to be stranded with. Who would you pick? Great question, Kate. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no one. I would want to be there alone. No wait, Wilson. 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 Okay, yeah, your turn. Okay. Oh, my turn. Yes. Wilson! No, not that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so first, like, what was what what class did you find the most fun to kind of mess around with? Is that for me or Austin? Probably for me, because you're uh, not It could be for it. you if you found a favorite one. But, I didn't. Uh, well, okay. I'll, well, I'll so tell you then. My Austin. favorite was the sniper. Oh, God. Yes. Having that guy and just taking things out like easy peasy lemon squeezy. Oh, oh. Now, I'm, I'm curious before we move on to the best squad stuff, because that was also my favorite. What sort of sniper did you make? Like, and if you can remember the tree, which tree did you go down for? Or oh, just describe God, I can't remember the, the tree sniper. at the current moment, but it, I just, mm -hmm. you know, kept increasing on my criticals on the bad boy and just like. Oh, so you went with the marksman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because, dude, when you're having that and it just takes these guys out, like, no problem. I'm just like, Psh, look at this. I can put this against the boss and, like, just start whittling away at his health a lot quicker. So I, I originally went Marksman. Um, but I, I mean, so my issue with Marksman when I went down it was that I couldn't ever seem to get her shots to land. <laughs> and then furthermore... <laughs> Like, cause I had accuracy stuff on there. I just couldn't get her shots to land. This by the time she's like level three, cause this is this is the main character, Michaela. And then I also like anytime to be a crit. Like, yeah, she she'd murder them. She got a crit, and you know, a lot of times she'd chunk out a good, you know, she'd take out a good chunk of their health bar whenever she'd hit. But the crit chance is still so low, cause a lot of that marksman, until you get into the later levels of the marksman tree. You don't get a whole lot of crit chance. It's just a bunch of crit damage and or uh, making sure you can hit, which also have really long cooldowns. So yeah. there was one uh, rescue mission that I got a sniper that was going up. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember which one it is, but it's the one that goes that focuses on just being able to be, basically pump out shots. Um, so it has like a like a fast finger. Or fast trigger finger or something, where <laughs> if the, if you down or kill you, an enemy, Austin. it when you, <laughs> when you down or kill an enemy, it uh, reloads your it reloads your weapon and gives you an action point. There's uh, one that if your shot connects a, with an enemy, that's a heavy. Was is that what it was? No, like the heavy. No, class? no, this is this, no, this is sniper tree. No, um, oh yeah, oh I'll, I didn't I'll see quickly, that. Yeah, I'll quickly look it up. Uh, Wait, you have to say trademark. I'm not, I'm not saying it. Uh, terrible. We can't, we can't take another cease and desist, Kat. I haven't gotten a cease and desist. I've been warned about getting one. Right. But I haven't gotten one. The hunter. The hunter tree. So the hunter tree focuses on basically being able to just pump a bunch of shots out. Uh, where I was able to take down eight enemies with a single sniper. Oh, um, and in fact, I think the max you can generally get is like nine or ten shots per turn with a sniper. Granted, you have to deal with the cooldown afterwards, but uh, there's even gear that can help with that. Um, so yeah, once I, once I 
started messing around with that guy and realized just the destructive potential. Because I don't need my sniper to be able to consistently kill everything at full health. I just need it to be able to whittle stuff down and or kill them while my other guys help kind of whittle them down. So that's what I kind of started going with my sniper. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the issue I have with my marksman, like with the marksman setup I had, was that they're practically useless against bosses. Yeah. Uh, especially like the Gru, especially the Grumac that you get as the first boss. Spoiler alert. Um, <sighs> Spoilers. So A, yeah, I mean, A, getting them to consistently face the sniper is hard because he constantly turns his attention to whoever just shot him last. And then, you know, B, when you do hit him, it's, I don't, I can't remember ever getting a critical. I'm sure I did, but it rarely happened. Just like shooting a unicorn in a video game, right? You're like, yeah, I'm sure I did it. I, you know, I mean, I didn't record it, but I'm sure I shot that unicorn. Right. Uh, and then, so like, what was your general kind of squad setup? So I basically had two heavies, a support and a sniper, like at, at, as really? much as I could. And sometimes, you know, you have to switch it out depending on the tactical gameplay that you had right. to really go through. But that was right. my preferred method. Cause then, you know, you have that support there to really take care of everybody. The two heavies that have great like stats and then the sniper to just kind of long distance and just start like taking the crap out of these people, you know, and just loving those okay. crits, loving the crits. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I started off doing the Vanguard, so Sid, and then Gabe as my support. I had him basically running combat medic. Um, I'm considering either respecking him to still go somewhat at combat medic, but still get empowered because I'm working on a different combo, but I don't have it down just yet. Um, and then I'd usually have Michaela as my sniper. Uh, and this is back when I was still running Marksman. And I had uh, some nobody that I had as a scout, and I was running basically a grenadier scout uh, that was basically focused on you know, running around and popping grenades and just murdering everything with explosives. And I ran that for a while, but I'm, I haven't gotten a chance to do a full squad of it yet. Um, but I'm, what I'm thinking of doing is doing, you know, Sid as my vanguard from running up and stabbing stuff, Gabe as my combat medic to still heal. And again, I'm thinking about experimenting with Empower because I'm about to start running a heavy. Because the heaviest thing is being able to, or the heavy I'm building, uh, their particular thing is just kind of staying anchored at one point and being able to just really beef up on its accuracy and its damage. So like I think that's the main thing I'm going to use for like uh, especially like the objective ones where you have to hold down an objective. Uh, and then uh, you know Michaela as my sniper because oh the hunter tree just pop 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 popcorn yeah mm, popcorn oh popcorn sounds so good right now right like no, caramel then you corn get it stuck in your oh. throat, you know? get no it mine <laughs> it doesn't usually get stuck in my throat anymore. Uh, but, but nowadays it gets stuck in my teeth, like over my gums. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, that's the worst. You when can't it gets get stuck, out, like no in between, in between two teeth, like yeah. in the back. Oh, yeah. No, well, like in between me. the tooth and the gum, it's just kind of lodged up in there. Oh yeah, when those little like flakes get up in there, and then it just yeah. irritates the living Jesus out of you. It's just like oh, having yeah. that jerky, right? You get jerky stuck between your teeth in the wrong I've never way. Gotten jerky stuck in between my teeth. I've had jerky stuck in between my teeth. I have huge gaps. And then you go to pick it out and you're just like, it's stuck on the gum and tooth. Oh, it's like the most world's miserable like sensation that you could feel in between. So yeah. you know how I know that you guys don't love this game that much? Because I was easily able to sidetrack you with popcorn. No, it's just I get sidetracked easily. I'm actually kind of hungry and I haven't eaten dinner yet. So I was like, popcorn does sound good. Yeah. <sighs> Um, mm, in terms yeah. of the graphics of this game, the, oh, the graphics, yeah, no, I, I liked them. Um, they're not like, like, oh, what game can I compare it to? They're not out of this world. So they're not like the last of us where it's very in detail and rich, but it's still really good for it being Boring. A, 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 you know, a top down. You know, oh yeah. There's still plenty of gore. Oh yeah. I mean, um, that's it's also, what it really is. It's just, it's super yeah. gory. It falls 
deeply in you know the quality of previous like gears of war games you're just like man hacking these guys down with chainsaws and blowing them up and everything and just blasting their heads caving in their skulls and you're just like beautiful it's just beautiful gory fun yeah the cinematics are really well done this game is also really well optimized too um at, at max settings so this is ultra on everything everything is turned on with the exception of motion blur because we don't turn that stuff on it really only uses up about four or four to five gigabytes of vram no kidding which yeah which most modern cards can like my gtx 1060 uh it's a six gig so it has six gigs of uh vram i was able to run ultra settings everything turned on at about 60 sometimes 70 fps wow i mean that's pretty i mean you also have to admit there's not a lot of activity i mean once you're starting to do your moves and everything minus yeah, the cutscenes, i mean there's not really too much to be to yeah, be really processing at, yeah, a, at a time because well, it's and such it's, a bad game <laughs> no it's because it's well optimized and i'm, I'm going <laughs> whenever you tell yourself to sleep at night <laughs> that's well optimized please i just know it's real optimized <laughs> well i mean it's just you could still so like whenever i turned whenever i went back to the recommend settings i was getting in the hundreds for the fps you could definitely tell like during the cutscenes and whatnot they'd have you could see the frame difference and you know during the movement um primarily the movement not so much the shooting uh you could see the difference in the frame rates uh, but that's also a really drastic frame dif- frame difference from the 60s to the 100s. Um, and speaking of, it also has a benchmark setting where you can test this, which is how I tested it. Um, and it also gives a recommendation for the setting. So based, it'll detect what hardware you're using, what CPU, um, what, what graphics card you're using. And I want to say what RAM you're using, but I, I don't quite remember. And it'll let you know what settings it recommends you run. It recommended I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you attempt to de- like so if you attempt to go higher than what it recommends, it will give you a warning saying, "Hey, and it'll be in because the most of the UI is kind of this dark gray, blackish, and it'll be in this bright yellow text saying, "Hey, if you deviate from this, it could affect your performance." And that's yeah. really helpful for people who are running. Uh, really old hardware. So they may just be at the very cusp of being able to push this game, but if they deviate from the graphics thing, it's like, hey, I'll just turn the textures up. You know, that may actually cripple their performance and, you know, turn them into cat where they think this game is atrocious because it doesn't, you know, <laughs> oh, this game doesn't play well. Zero out. Oh, it has nothing to do with the graphics. This game oh, is I know. just crap. I know. What I'm saying is it may taint their opinion on the game like your wrong opinions do. I think me just telling them the game sucks would be enough to turn them off to it because I'm well, so intelligent. My opinions are always right. Whatever you tell yourself to sleep at night. <laughs> is what I tell myself. Like my nightly <laughs> prayer. Wow. Well, I thought uh, it would be like Metallica. Like I lay myself down to sleep for the beast oh, upon my man. beast. No. I'm my own god. Okay, Cthulhu, <laughs> put away the tentacles and let's get back to work. Oh my goodness. Uh, so what did y'all think of the music? Honestly, it, I mean, it wasn't that like, you know, memorable. I mean, it got loud at some times and I was just like, shut up. Like just shush. Okay. Trying to think here. Okay. I didn't like Cat? it. No. Is, Stop, there, right? is there anything... I'm curious, just to go on a quick, another quick tangent. Is there anything about this game you did like? I like how fast it closed when they press the X button. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, ew. You play your games in windowed mode? This one I did because I knew I wasn't going to like it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wait, okay, you know who else you, would probably not, not like it? If people who love to have multiplayer games to play against their friends. And this game you can't play with your friends. Yeah, sadly you can't. I really, I really do hope that they add multiplayer to this. Uh, just because I think I think that'd be a really cool thing. Um, also, the voice acting for me, like I'm, pr- I I feel like they only had like a handful of like five voice actors, because I keep hearing like the same male voice who sounds like um, 
Oh, if anyone's seen Helsing Ultimate, it's uh like uh the the guy who voiced for Walter uh Walter Dumas or Walter Duvet, whatever his name is. Dubois. Whatever his yeah, whatever his last name is from you Helsing. You mean Walter Ultimate. White from Breaking Bad? No, no, not him. He's awesome. Um yeah, no, I, I kept hearing a guy who sounded kind of like him and then like, you know, kind of the same voice actor over and over. So I haven't done any digging, but I'm pretty sure that they had like a very limited cast of voice actors. Speaking of the same act over and over again, this gameplay, like, did it really differ when you guys changed the difficulties? Because I found it was just kind of the, kind of the same. It makes you think a little harder. It challenges you. But overall... There wasn't a lot of difference. Yeah, I didn't change the difficulty. Um, Neither did I, because I knew I wasn't going to like it. Yeah, I... T- <laughs> My goodness. So I, I played on Intermediate uh, just because I know what I'm doing, but I also, I, you know, I, I had a limited time span to get as far as I could in this game. So I was like, I, I don't want to do experience because I Because I was in Iowa. I'm sorry? I thought you said you were in Iowa because you couldn't play the game. Oh, no, I was still... No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did I, I distract you there, Caden? I know I, I lost. Yeah, I lost my train of thought for a sec. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty good at that. Um, That's like my superpower. I can always right. do it to anybody. Stop interrupting. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> 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 um, I'm also yeah. I'm not. I'm not a beginner. I do know what I'm doing. Um, insane. I'm pretty sure is like the highest difficulty you could get to before Iron Man. There's a difficulty uh, mode said Iron Man. If you've played XCOM before, you'll know kind of what this means. Basically, since this game does autosaves, you can't manually save it like you can with XCOM. Because in, in XCOM, Iron Man was, you couldn't reload a save. Uh, so basically, once you got to a certain point, if you were stuck there, you were stuck there too. You figured out how to get through it. What this game does is, if you turn Iron Man difficulty on, if you fail a mission of the game, if you get a game over screen, your game save, your, your save file is permanently deleted and you have to start all over. I want to make that very quick, clear before anyone tries to do that because <laughs> it, it, it's rough. Yeah, it's, I, it's not very fun. I tell you what, like once you get stuck and then like you have to redo the game, you're just it's it's extremely frustrating. But at the same time, you're just like, I will defeat you, my greatest enemy. Yeah, but like you don't even get a second chance if yeah. you lose. You it's game over. over. I know. You, you start, start all over. All over. I didn't get that far to be honest. In that mode, I was just like, "Well, so I'm gonna die a few times now." Wait, wait, you, wait, you did Iron Man? Hell yeah! Why wouldn't I? That's like Why? professional, professional 101. Why? Why not? No, I wouldn't. Because he's a masochist. The... Yes, I, punish me, Iron yes. Man. Punish me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like, I for guess saying what I, I said. <laughs> <laughs> like I think the only I think the only time I would ever see myself playing Iron Man is if like I became a popular enough streamer that I was like you know what I got 12 hours to stream I'm gonna do Iron Man I'm gonna beat the game on Iron Man mode that's the only time do it well, do it you should totally do, do it, it. Yes, do it, Caden. Do it. Launch a stream, Ugh, like no. a stream or a Twitch or whatever. I've got, I've got better stuff to do. No, you don't. Do it. Come on now. This is a direct order. But I do don't it. answer to you. Do, do it, it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But anyways, um, and for those of you who you know, so when you ended the campaign, most of your characters are probably going to be around five or six. So the most, you know, if you're enjoying messing around with the different builds you can make, uh, you may be disappointed to know that you can only get, you know, 10 out of the 16 skill points that you're, you know, promised. What this game does is after you beat the, the main campaign, you unlock what's called a veteran mode. What this does is it allows you to play one chapter of side missions to get some gear and get some experience for your guys. And then you unlock what's called a veteran mission. Uh, I believe these veteran missions... Give you like legend, you give you access to legendary gear, and there's also no end to them. So you can fully deck your guys out with the gear you want, so long as you can grind for it, uh, because the gear is in a loot crate sort of system. And it also allows you to get the maximum number, you know, your characters to the max level. So it allows you to also kind of play around with an end game build to see, hey, 
just how broken can I make the sniper character? Or hey, just how tanky and DPS heavy can I make my my heavy class uh, so long as I had them anchored for 10 turns? You know, something like that. So I thought that was really cool. And so I may end up playing this game a little more after I beat it just to mess around with the veteran mode. Why? It's so bad. It's so good though. You're, I, I really, I like all joking and, you know, teasing aside, I really do wish that you liked this because I, I think that if you liked to turn-based combat like this, I think you would have loved it. Yeah. But I don't. And it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, well, why don't you give us, you know, your final thoughts on it, Kat? Yeah, I'd sure. love to hear what you say. Spoiler, saying. this game sucks. All no. turn-based games are bleep. So, zero out of ten. <laughs> I told you, Balls. I really have nothing nice to say. Benoit. Balls. Benoit uh. Balls? What? Archer, man. Benoit. Balls. Oh, you cut out. I didn't hear that whole part. I looked yeah, at I didn't hear something that. balls. I didn't hear that out either. <laughs> you can't. Uh, oh, that's terrible. What about Kaden. you, Austin? Uh, me? Is it my turn now? Yeah, that's why I said Austin. It's your oh, name, okay. isn't it? I thought you were talking about the city of Austin, and I'm like, Caden's moving to Austin. Good, good. Who told you that? Who's moving to Boston? I'm living out in Boston. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, so basically what I think of it, it was definitely super grindy to me. It's definitely better than XCOM, but most of the side missions are, are basically the same without very much change to the dialogue. A couple of snippets that they differ, but it's, it's still the same thing. And you know what? As a longtime fan of Gears of War, I can appreciate the, the level of awesomeness, especially from the cutscenes. man. It just... Gets you in that nice depth of level, gets you a pretty decent storyline pre, you know, Gears of War, and it's way better to play the next com simply because it doesn't make you super stressed about the gameplay. It's a lot more chillax and definitely challenging, uh, you know, especially to the point where it just makes it so much fun as a strategic game. You know, especially when dealing with overshot, that feature at the beginning, I really had a huge amount of difficulty, like getting over it because that's all the enemy would do. They'd be like overshot. Ha ha. Come over now. Over, and you're just overshot. Like, yeah. You know, where the, uh, you know, you get you that overwatch? fan range. Is it overwatch? I thought it was overshot. Yeah, it's overwatch. No, uh, it's overwatch. Well, overwatch, overshot, the same thing. It's just. You know, you, you have to get past this huge fan of like area and, you know, it, you could, if you enter it, you're going to get shot at, right? That one was really tough for me at the beginning until I, you know, figured out how to get my support in to take those guys and knock them out of that feature. And you know what? It's a great game. The only issues I really had was determining where I was allowed on the map. It didn't really provide you too much, you know, designation in regards to highlighting where you were or were not allowed to go versus where you can like, you know, bunker up or slide in to, to make a move. And the fact that I really could eat that, like I could probably beat this game if I severely tried to in less than 20 hours. I mean, minus the side quests, the plot, you know, it could, it could use a little work. I'm hoping that maybe they can take a look at that later. Uh, maybe see about some type, you know, something that may make it a little bit longer, a little bit more unique for the gameplay in regards to the maps. Um, but other than that, man, I think eight out of 10, really decent game, really good graphics. I think anybody would love it. Really? Anybody? Well, I mean, with a soul, anybody with a soul, I that's, probably should have mentioned that. That's yeah. accurate. That's yeah. very accurate. So there you go. All right, Caden. And now we know what you're going to probably say about this, but let's, what would he have to say about this game? He hates it. Um, he let me speak for him. Power of attorney. Well, that's all the time we have this week. Okay, Carol Baskins. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you just call me? <laughs> you, I you said just you got spoke for him, Carol so Baskin. I was like, okay, okay, whatever. 
Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I I really enjoyed this. Uh, this is the first game that we've played in a few weeks that I wasn't, you know, constantly thinking about. Oh man, I just I really want to play this other game, but I'm stuck playing this. Um, I've always wanted to get into it. I remember watching my father play Gears of War back in the 360. I don't remember which game it is because I was like nine at the time. Um, but this definitely got me excited to play it. Um, I'm a huge fan of the XCOM play style, the turn base, uh, you know, sword combat, uh, especially the ones where it's, um, you know, tactical turn based where you have cover and whatnot. And this feels like almost like a, a revised version of it, uh, like a, a better version of it. Um, I enjoy the freedom movement where you're not constricted to a grid because it allows for, you know, uh, more broken stuff like furthering your movement to, by slide covering. Um, I can't really think of any major issues that wasn't just me messing up or just a really tiny nitpick. The whole game. Okay. <laughs> Ignoring Kat's wrong opinion. <laughs> um, the graphics, I mean, again, the graphics aren't spectacular. This isn't you know, a groundbreaking game in terms of its beauty, but I don't think it needs to be because it's an aerial, it's a turn-based combat system, you know, turn-based gameplay set in an aerial view. You're not going to be basking in all the fantastic details of scenery when you're staring at the ground the entire time. Um, the, um, the voice acting, I again, I think that it could have used some work uh, I don't know if they had a diverse, um, you know, cast in terms of the voices because I kept hearing the same one over and over. But again, I could be wrong. Uh, that may just be me. You are wrong. On to about everything. Voices. Um, but again, you don't you don't play this to listen to people. You know, to listen to the gorgeous voices of the characters. You play it to watch a gritty marine saw down some grubs. So I'm gonna give this a nine out of ten. I'm definitely going to be beating this game tonight. Can I change my score to negative? <coughs> sure. That, what yeah. would you like to change it to? Negative 10 out of 10. It's okay, like, Kat. Negative day, 10 out of positive 10. It's okay. One day we will all essentially graduate from Bad Gamers Anonymous and we will you know, complete our rehab. You mean when Not my community service is over? Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, uh, next week we could be reviewing another game that Kat's probably going to hate. Wait, wait, um, wait. If I go what? to Idaho and I beat up Boston, do I get time tacked onto my community service and then I have to stay on BGA longer? Probably. You wouldn't even know where to find ah. me. I'm like out in the boonies. I mean, you'd have to get like a pickup, Idaho maybe some hiking gear. Yeah. Also, never underestimate crazy. Well, I think you'd give up the first rock. You'd be like, nope, this is too tough. I'm done. This this sucks. I'm not going to oh, do it. Oh, Austin, you don't know what I'm like when I'm angry. What are you, the She-Hulk? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, all right, green oh, bean giant. Bring it on. Bring it on. <sighs> but yeah, um, next week we're going to be reviewing a game in which Riot Games... Uh, the creators, or the at least the publishers of League of Legends, which is a uh, very, very popular game, um, attempts to cash in on the ever-classic Counter-Strike style of gameplay, which is a first-person shooter. Sorry, Kat. And they put a little bit of their own twist on it. Uh, we will be reviewing Valorant. He's a twist. Uh, yeah, also, you want to know how much I hate turn-based <laughs> games? I hate them more than first-person shooters. Even Civilization? Wow. Even yeah. Civilization? Are you part of that civilization? Like, you, you ever played Civilization VI, the new one? No. No? Okay. It's not like I go out and voluntarily play any first-person shooter games. The world may never know. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, I think this game released, what, a couple weeks ago? Uh, and it got a huge hype. I don't believe they released any public numbers for it. But I know the closed beta had, I think, over a million people participating. Yeah, that's so, that's a lot of people. Like you know, I'd look go. it up, but trademark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so is this like a three strikes you're out sort of deal? I don't know. Maybe I'll get fired from community service. Maybe. Uh, but regardless, uh, if you'd like to come hang out with us on our Discord or leave us some feedback, 
you can join the Creative Brand Candy Discord by going to our website at badgamersanonymous.com and clicking the link in the top right corner. If you'd also like to get your hands on some CPC merch, including ours, you can go to creativebraincandy.com and click on the link at the top right corner that says merch. Uh, the link to our specific merch page is also in the show notes, but you can find it somewhere on the merch site. Hats. Lots of hats for us to wear. Yes, hats, shirts, mugs, hoodies. Fanny pack. Actually, I don't know if we have fanny pack. I don't think we have uh, a I fanny pack, but that'd be pretty cool. Like a Switch fanny pack with BGA Spoiler, on it. Spoiler does. <laughs> nice. Uh, regardless, that's the show. And from all of us here, myself, Austin, and Kat with her wrong opinions, right we're signing off. Thank you for listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Follow Bad Gamers Anonymous on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Bad Gamers Anonymous podcast, on Instagram at Bad Gamers Anonymous, and on Twitter at, at Bad Gamers Anon. You can contact Bad Gamers Anonymous by emailing badgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Bad Gamers Anonymous is hosted by Kat and Austin, edited by Arturo Garcia, and produced by Jason Mixon and James Geem.